Hi, welcome to Anto Knows. This is episode 67. Okay. There's an elephant in this room. And I'm going to basically, I'm not going to ignore it. I'm going to basically talk about it. And that is, now I'm a huge fan of animation, okay? If you didn't know that, why are you tuning into this podcast? Because animation 9 or 90 or 91 or as far as I go, I will love animation because it makes me feel good i love the way uh animation is made i love the way it's done and one of my favorite shows down the road was chippendale's rescue rangers now chippendale's rescue rangers the show we'll talk about that at another time possibly the next anto knows we'll we'll worry about that later but first we got to talk about this movie now, when I saw this trailer for this movie, I was a little bit like, oh, this is what's on. Okay. Oh, they're doing this. Now, I understand why they wanted to do this because they wanted to do something different and not just what uh, a, a new uh, story with some old characters. But what they did is a complete disaster. Now, the animation is fine. But there's no, the story is terrible. It's just a dumb series of really bad jokes. And that's what really bugs me the most, is these really, really bad jokes. Now, I've done bad movie reviews before. This is probably the first one for this podcast. If you know who I am, you go to the Amboy Guardian, you could probably find a couple of my really bad reviews. One of the big questions I ask is, as a movie reviewer, somebody will say to me, what's the worst movie you ever saw? And I'll probably have to include this one, along with Warriors of Virtue and Cool World. Okay? So, this new version of Chippendale's Rescue Rangers is about the, uh, it's mainly like, a lot like the a new Space Jam movie, if you haven't seen it. The Space Jam movie with LeBron James, they decided to update that and have uh, LeBron team up with Bugs Bunny and all the other Looney Tunes characters. At least the jokes were funny there, and there were tons of cameos by all these Warner Brothers properties, like Game of Thrones and and uh, Batman, and all this other stuff. It was pretty cool. But this is pretty silly. Now, the original show is about these two chipmunks and a, and a bunch of mice that rescue people who were in danger and animals that were in danger, and they were detectives. They solved crimes and helped uh, people. So an old, you know, it's, it's a trope that has been, been used a lot in a lot of animated shows and so forth. The show is way better than this. Okay, so in this, this is sort of like going on behind the scenes of the show. So in this world, cartoon characters work alongside human beings. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, I know what you mean. And the fellow we were talking about, Roger Rabbit, makes an appearance in it. And uh, he's dancing with the Rescue Rangers in one scene in a nightclub, along with um, uh, along with that DJ Cat, that cat that worked with uh, 
Paul Abdul, they're the ones who are doing the DJs. It's 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 very cute. And the three little pigs make appearances. The cameos are cute, but they don't really serve any purpose. The plot, what of it, is this. So the Rangers are living the dream and are very happy, and everybody's happy for them. And it's Chip, Dale, Monterey Jack, the big, strong Australian guy, his little buddy Zipper, and fan favorite Gadget Hack Wrench. Okay? So our boys work uh, together on this show. So Dale gets an opportunity to be uh, on his own show called Double Dale. That's a reference to a two references. One to Double O Duck, which was in DuckTales, which was Launchpad, and that, that goes into Darkwing Duck's origins. And the other was Dale, who wanted to play Super Spy, and so the Rangers kind of set up a game for him, and it was called Double O Dale. So Dale gets to be, he wanted to have his own show, but the ugliness of Hollywood is... When you call away one of the stars to a hit TV show and try to give them a spinoff, a lot of times it never gets past the pilot stage. They make a pilot and they see if they can sell it to other mediums. They say, what do you think? And network may say, this is terrible or this is wonderful or it might be bad and then they put it on anyway and it was terrible. Batman was actually one of the worst pilots that was ever done for, I think, for ABC, and it was a monster hit on TV. So Double Dale doesn't go anywhere, and the Rescue Rangers get canceled. So they all go their separate ways. Chip ends up selling insurance and lives with his dog, and that's his only friend. And Dale uh, is basically working the convention circuit. We also get a little bit of their inner origins, how he met him as a kid and stuff like that, which was kind of silly. I liked the convention aspect of it because if you've ever gone to comic book conventions or autograph conventions, you see all these people, some are are huge stars that used to be big, or some are side characters and they're basically selling their autograph. So we meet Tigra. She was a, a member of the Avengers and uh, so forth. And the member of West Coast Avengers. Ugly Sonic. He was that Sonic that they replaced when they first uh, did Sonic the Hedgehog because he looked terrible and everybody uh, moved on from that. And uh, we meet Blue and he gets the CGI surgery because he goes and uh, does that live uh, live action version of the Jungle Book. So Dale does the same thing so he can look 3D and look more normal. So both Chip and Dale are called by their old pal Monterey Jack to uh, call into house for help for them. He His obs- cheese obsession, yes, if you know anything about Monty, he likes cheese, he owes a deal to a gangster. So... The gangster is connected to these really bad movies that they make for, you know, those ones that they do overseas, and they're really badly dubbed, and they sometimes use American voices when they redub them here, and they're made in Russia, they're made in Poland, they're made all over Europe. 
and they're just basically takes on fairy tales. They look like Disney movies or Pixar movies or um, or uh, Big Finish or any, anything else. You know, it's really uh, uh, not Big Finish. Uh, lots of other uh, studios or DreamWorks. But they're not. They're just done by a small studio that just animates them really quickly. And so it's it's like uh, Finding Nemo or Aladdin or Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Or, and uh, since a lot of those fairy tale stories, they could easily animate or just do their own version on them. So uh, this guy named Sweet Pete, who turns out to be Peter Pan, and he's an old man now, and he's mean and nasty. So what he does is stick people into this machine, these tunes into this machine, and turns them into these uh, three uh, these three D animation characters. Pause. So uh, they, this sweet Pete fella, it turns out to be Peter Pan, and he wants uh, he turns. Uh, tunes into these 3D computer, and he'll he'll just completely redesign them. So, Monty disappears, and now Chip and Dale have to do this. So, there's this human character, and this guy, this fellow named uh, Captain Putty, and he's voiced by the guy who did J. Jonah Jameson, Spider-Man, and everything like that. Now we get into really bad jokes. Putty, uh, the uh, bad guys have these corny henchmen and uh, this Viking who looks like really bad CGI animation, the Coca-Cola bear. And so they're looking for Monty. They're looking for him. They're looking for him. They, they can't seem to find him. And they, they're the, like the sleazier part of Hollywood and so forth. So they go and they, uh, they don't know if they can trust this, three, uh, this uh, human cop or this putty cop. Can you guess who the bad guy is? I think you can. And after that, uh, Dale gets captured. And so, uh, I mean, Chip gets captured and is going to be put through the CD machine and redesigned. And then once the tunes are shipped overseas, you never see them again. So, uh... So Dale has to go find an old friend, and he finds Gadget, and he finds Zipper. We'll get back to them in a minute after we've talked about this plot. Oh, this plot. After that, our, our heroes go, and it turns out the girl is the good guy, and the putty guy is a bad guy. And he at first he said, yeah, I know, it's too obvious, isn't it? And it turns out that he, at first you were going to reveal this terrible backstory, but in reality, he says, I'm just greedy. So our, our heroes, uh, Sweet Pete falls into the machine, and he turns into this, like, toon monstrosity, and the rescue rangers rally against him, trap him with a net and with these birds and stuff like that, like they did in a previous episode, how they capture Fat Cat, and they defeat him. The end. It's nice that Jim, uh, Jim Davis... Uh, did uh, the voice of Monty, and they got the original girl to play the voice of Gadget. Now, let's talk about Gadget. Gadget is a fan-favorite character. I love her. She's wonderful. She's their heart, but she's also their brains. 
she's very beautiful, and she is also uh, very smart. During the course of the uh, original uh, episodes, she learns how to be smart, but also how to be kind, understanding, and uh, very uh, skillful behind anything. There's so much so, people love her so much that there's a, a, a group in Russia that love her so much. Gosh knows why, but they do. Golly, as she would say. Um, so here, they hardly use her. Zero. She's only in like three scenes. You know, she is just as popular as Chip and Dale. I understand this is their movie. Their show. But if you asked most people who love the Rescue Rangers, who do they love the most besides Chip and Dale and uh, Monty, it's not Zipper, it's Gadget. As my sister said, isn't Zipper kind of a pet? Well, not in this. They've decided, in their infinite wisdom, to make Gadget and Zipper husband and wife. Why? That is probably the burning question on everybody's lips. Why? Okay, I get it. It's funny in a way. And there's a flirting scene. And I'm like, I don't want to know. It's just too... Never mind. But I, I don't like this at all. There was no purpose behind doing this with her at all. Okay? The... The movie itself is terrible. Uh, it, I was glad for one thing. I didn't have to go to a theater to see it. The cameos are cute. My Little Pony makes a cameo in it. Uh, Blue does. And, and the, the extra credit scene at the end were rather cute. Remember those video games called Smash Brothers? They had one for an advertisement with... All the Disney Afternoon characters. Somebody make that game. I'd play that game. The best part of the movie is the last credit scene. We see my best friend there, Darkwing Duck, voiced by Jim Cummings. He's staying, and he says, Boo, hiss! We need our Darkwing reboot. And he actually holds up a side saying, Dark, Give us a Darkwing reboot. Come on. What a load of malarkey. And I, that's exactly how I feel. Thank you, Darkwing. Okay, will they do a sequel to this? I sure hope not, but they probably will because Disney smells money. Okay, next time on Anton Knows, we'll talk about the original Rescue Rangers, the ones you should watch. And I'll see you again on another Anton Knows. <laughs>